Hi, I'm Matthias. I'm a psychotherapist, and I specialize in working with trauma. Hi, I'm Joey. I'm an author and a poet. This is a podcast where we dive deep into complicated questions. And share our personal experiences. Yeah, and hopefully uh, we'll gain some insight. Or maybe just leave with more questions. <laughs> yeah, no, well, the thing is, we're two dudes who probably just need some more therapy. Do you want to get deep? Sure. What do you do when you're feeling down? And I, I'm asking not just like... Going down, 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 Oh, down. what a throwback. That's a good one, man. But what do you what do you when... What is an act that you do? What is, what is, let's say, the hobby that you do when you're just feeling out of it? When you're just... You wake up, you're like, I already know that today is not my day. Oh, yeah, like today. Dude, my, my, uh, I almost said my husband, no, <laughs> my son, <laughs> my son, uh, has the flu. It has been throwing up all morning and oh. there's barf everywhere. So you really want to like, record right. today just so you can get out of. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was like, sorry, Paige, I got to go to work. Okay. Bye. Um, no, my, my mother's staying with us. We're, we're all, we're all right. So I think we have the support, but yeah. Okay, what were you asking? A bad day? Yeah, I'm having a bad day. What's up? <laughs> Someone's like, bad day? That's me. Um, what, what's, what's something you do? What is a task that you would do today that would just put you in a good mood, even if it's a good mood for only five minutes? Yeah. What is it? Is right. it cleaning up barf? I don't know. <clears throat> cleaning up barf. Well, okay, so there's two pieces here. There's something... Okay, what do you do in crisis is a good question. Like, so in the moment when the barf is ejecting from <laughs> the one and a half year old's mouth onto your leg, um, there's a question of what do you do in those moments? And then there's the question of like, okay, the day is not going as good as you thought. You're not in crisis. There's not something crazy happening, but the mood that is left over from the badness is still weighing heavily over you. And then how do you kind of... um disrupt that mood and get in a better headspace is that what you're asking or yeah which one i want the leftovers more? i want i want the leftovers mm. of the puke dude i was about <laughs> to say if you want leftovers check out the rug in my playroom because oh. they're stomped into it all right Gave it to me. <laughs> i'm sorry this is i'm being all right uh you were asking what to do about the mood well, let's zoom up a little bit. What kind of mood do you find yourself in? Because maybe you do different things depending on what the mood kind of looks like. What are the moods you get stuck in the most? I feel like you just flipped it onto swear, uh, into therapy mode here. I asked you, you're having a bad day. You wake up. You're just not feeling <laughs> it. What's the thing you do? All right. Well, we can zoom up into mine. Uh, um, yeah. So I, <laughs> I was noticing when I got into my office today. I was feeling pretty stressed and anxious and I was feeling like I had a pretty low bandwidth for details because I was just trying to get everything worked out with our pediatrician this morning, making sure he's drinking. Um, my wife, of course, is feeling stressed as well. Uh, we're kind of worried that my daughter might also get sick. And so then what do we do with two puking kids? Should I get work done today in case I get it and then I'm puking later in the week? So I can get ahead on work, you know, so you kind of have all these like different contingencies. I think the first thing I think of is like, give yourself a little bit of a break. You're allowed to respond when life doesn't go well and to have a normal human response. I think that 
some of us wish we had this machine-like or this sage-like response where we could just be completely unaffected and peaceful, I don't know, mountaintop-like senseis um, when life doesn't go our way. And my instinctual response in this is like, yeah, this is part of the human experience. This comes with it. And it's okay that I'm not feeling my best right now and that I'm a little stressed and overwhelmed. Um, I guess what I'm saying there is give yourself permission to let it in. All the dysfunctional bad stuff comes when we try to shove it out and pretend like we're not actually having a reaction and when we judge our reaction. And then we soothe it, but in ways that we're not paying attention to. And what I mean is like, I judge myself for getting overwhelmed. I call myself a bad parent when I'm getting a little bit short with my daughter because my daughter wants to like snuggle with me in the morning. But I'm like, wait, I'm covered in puke. Your brother just <laughs> puke. I, d- d- don't don't sit on my lap. You're going to get in the get in the puke. And then she's, of course, upset because I just rejected her snugs and she doesn't understand. She's two years old. And then I could be like, ah, I'm a bad dad. I lost my temper. And ah, man, what am I doing? Um, Or. I can zoom out and be like, yeah, I don't know. That's that's probably a pretty normal reaction that I think most people would have had in that situation. And I can probably repair that. I can probably, after work, especially spend a little extra time with her and make sure she's getting seen. Yeah, I have awareness about that, that when your sibling is sick, they get most of the attention, and that's that's normal to feel a little bit dejected after something like that, but I can repair that. I, I'll, I'll spend some time with her. So you can kind of like give yourself permission, and once you give yourself permission... It sobers you up to be able to start to think about reasonable solutions. And I like that metaphor because like sober, right? So like alcohol kind of like disrupts your vision. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't see things straight. And I think shame, frustration, self-anger, that um, whatever that voice is in your head that has these high expectations that doesn't let you get overwhelmed or have a bad day, that's intoxicating in the sense that you can't keep your balance. You can't walk straight. You can't think straight. So the thing that sobers that up, I think, is just giving yourself permission to be a normal human being. And uh, then you can start to reasonably think about what you should do next. How's that? Is that is that all right? No, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> okay, so you breathe. Do breathing exercises or whatever. Um, did you try a run? Ooh, exercise. What's the last thing you want to do in the world when you're having a bad day? Go on a run. How about that? That's like my first um, thing. Oh, really? That's the last thing I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) I want to order fried chicken on DoorDash. Oh, you want to get into it. See, I I I find with with me, it's like if, okay. Again, I feel like I talked about it in the last episode. If, If I'm feeling some type of way, I think about it in a quick transaction. Mm. So if I wake up and I'm feeling bad, I know that the things that I like, I guess I'm kind of past that mode of giving myself the permission and the processing. And I'm now into my life where, okay, I'm more a little bit more self-aware of who I am. Okay. And so if I wake up and I'm having this bad day, I'm like, okay, here's why I had it. Here's when it happened. Here's the emotion I felt. Like I'm, I already have that all listed. And then I go over to my next list. Whoa. Yeah. I go over to my next list and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now I ask myself why. So yeah, this was the what, now this is the why I felt that way. And then I jump into the, how can I fix that portion? 
So if I notice that I had a bad day or if I had a headache the day before, it's like, okay, well, did I even fuel my body in order to, you know, do to give it the fuel that it needed to make it through the day? Did I move my body? For me, I need exercise or else I get all tense. Like I need to move. Um, and hydration Sweet. is super key. So those are like obviously basic things, but getting Does that down. Work? Yeah. Oh my God. It's Good. so simple, stupid proof that it works for me. I'm happy it works for you. I think for some folks that would be intellectualizing it. Yeah. And they would kind of get into like fixing mode, which is what you're doing, right? You kind of do the analysis. All right. Mm-hmm. What, what you just described in the psych world, we call antecedents, right? So that's like whatever, what happened before, what led up to this? What were the inputs? Because that might tell us what the outputs were, right? Yeah. So that, that's kind of what I did too. I'm like, what did we eat last night? What did my son eat that might have been <laughs> causing him to puke? Please let it be food poisoning, not the flu, because that means food poisoning we can't all catch. Yeah, so I mean, you do that you do that analysis, and then you come up with a reasonable conclusion, and you move forward. I guess, uh, I guess what I'm talking about is the kind of bad day where the analysis falls flat and you're still kind of left lingering with this depressive, anxious, you know, kind of insecure mood. Yeah. And that's where the permission piece, I think, makes a pretty big shift. But you're right. Everything you just said is like in the moment when things aren't going well. All right, let's look. What happened before? What happened after? Do I need to eat? Am I hydrated? Great, great questions to ask. I find the thing that kind of pushes me over the edge if something disrupts, if something disrupts, oh my God, I can't say that word. Disrupts. I like it better. Disrupts. Disrupts. I like, yeah, that should be in a rap song. <laughs> if something gets in my way of accomplishing those tasks of what I feel that I need to complete in order to not have that bad day, that's mm-hmm. what sends me over the edge. So if somebody else oh. was coming to my life and be like, okay, now I need help. It's like, well, I'm not done my tasks. I'm not done my checklist. My checklist. I need to yeah. finish this in order to like get to this mode. Again, transactional, yeah, right? right? If I interrupt mm. this transaction, it's not going to go through. And then that's yeah. when I find I, I, then I'm going into my bad day, my bad moment. And then is transaction the right word or protocol? It sounds like you have a protocol. Like if I hit step, 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 then we're in a good spot. Yeah, and you can use transaction if, if that's. Well, I'm thinking transaction because, it. because it's. It's something that I'm trying to accomplish and before that is finalized, if it gets interrupted, then mm-hmm. the, then it doesn't go through. So you can use whatever you where you want. No, I like but it. That's good. Then That's I good. jump into where sense. I have to give myself permission. And I, I find I in order to give myself permission, I really have to acknowledge that. It's not just like you can't do it in an annoyed state. I find for mm-hmm. me, I have to actually sit and be like, Okay, this mm-hmm. fucking sucks. That's all right. Let's yeah. do. It. Let's 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 handle this moment right now. Like, let's not go back to the big picture of making today perfect. Let's mm-hmm. sit with this for a second, and then I'm able to. It slows down a little bit so that I'm able to see it. Yeah. It gets to that moment That's where key. it's a little bit zoomed out, right? Yeah. Yeah, slowing down. I think we often make the decisions we regret the most when we're in a hurry. Um, when we're kind of in that chaotic space of this needs to change now. And then I'm just going to start pulling levers till something changes. That's often when we make decisions we regret. And so that what you just said there of like slowing down, zooming out, I think is such an understated, like secret ingredient 
to mental health. And that sucks because we think, well, as soon, the faster we can get through this, the faster I'll feel better mm. when that's not always the case. It's, we're not always just in this like linear progression. Sometimes it's slowing down and zooming out that allows you to see just one thing needs to shift. And then if you can pull that one lever, then everything's going to move and be what it needs to be. It's not pulling as many levers as possible. That actually gets you there. You should be a therapist. I am. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. You're in a good spot. <laughs> I am. That's what I do. Now I need to listen to my own advice. I, uh, I'm pulling levers, man. There's no lever to pull with a sick kid. It's just the you pull the, whatever. The time's got to run out. <laughs> that's that's part of it. It's like sometimes there's no fixing it too. It's just like. You have a kid who's sick or you have chronic pain or you're in a fight with someone that you care about and they're not texting you back and there's nothing you can do to make them text you back. Um, it's just, you got to wait. And so then the question is, are you taking care of yourself in the waiting? Hmm. And uh, that is a hard one as well. Hmm. I want to know, okay, now staying on this topic except moving away from, from anyone else. Mm. Say that you're just, you're not, not necessarily having a bad day, but just like you're in a funk, you're in a mood. Is there yeah. a task that you can do where you just put on your headphones, noise canceling, whatever, and then you can do that task in that moment of, you know, five minutes to an hour of you doing this task that just things kind of disappear. It's almost like your eyes are closed. Yeah. Uh, do you know what non-sleep deep rest is? Non-sleep deep rest. No. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, learned about it recently. So it's a style of meditation where you essentially kind of like what I do is I lay on the ground. You can lay on like a chair or your bed or something. And you're not going to sleep, but you're going to close your eyes. And then um, you listen to typically a guided meditation from someone who brings you through a non-sleep deep rest. And you can find it for free on YouTube. Um, there's all sorts of different ones. They're all, they have a, There's a word for it. It's like a, I think it starts with an N. Yeah, it's called um, nap. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's not nap. You don't fall asleep. But what you do essentially is you kind of pay attention to like, different parts of your face and your head and your body then moving down to your oh. neck and then to your shoulders and arms and then down to your abdomen and your waist and your I right heard of this. so you're like yes. shifting your waist like okay and then it's like relax your eyebrow now relax your mm. left eyebrow now relax the muscles behind your eye now relax your nose and then it's like you kind of move through and sometimes it's muscle relaxation sometimes it's just focus like let your you know your mind's eye your focus rest over your left ear now your left ear lobe now your chin now your neck like it, it's it sounds strange but when you do that and you progress through all the way from the top of your head down to the tips of your toes it just reminds you that you're in your body it reminds you that you're a human being here in the present and often for me that deeply resets me and there's mm-hmm. been a ton of studies on it there's been lots of data and science to show that it's super restorative comparable um, in many cases to something like a nap. Um, yeah, deep, deep rest, big psychological refreshment. I feel um, like it would also remind you that you have control over your body. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And control over your awareness, yeah. right? Because so much of the anxiety or the stress is, ah, oh, I just feel like everything's coming at me all at once. And, I can't, uh, and you almost feel like overwhelmed by all the onslaught of thoughts. So to slow down your awareness and focus it in on all these different points along your body is, uh, yeah, it gets your focus back on the right place too. This is something you recently it's, did? It's, uh, yeah, it's like they, they have different timed ones. Um, most of them are like 15 to 20 minutes. So I'll do one of those maybe in the middle of my day, especially if, um, like if I do counseling sessions on Tuesdays, um, and Wednesdays. So I I might kind of plan a break in the middle of my day to kind of do one of those right in the middle so that I can kind of go into my next session really refreshed and really focused, especially if I have clients with like high amounts of trauma where I have to be like hyper, hyper focused. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll refresh in that way. And that's really, really nice. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. I, I hear a lot of people, a lot of people do that to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like it would work. Yeah, does it? I think it does. For me, it'll actually keep me up because I'm like focusing so hard right. on different parts of the body that it almost does the opposite for me. But I know for some people, they'll do muscle relaxation kind of sleep meditations that yeah, will put them to sleep. Yeah, I'll just have you ever done anything tension. like that? Those um, mental kind of. I feel like I've seen <laughs> I've seen a lot of the TikToks where people are, yeah. are like really really close, kind of like similar style to like how we film ours, and then they'll be like. Now drop your tongue from the roof of your mouth. And I've seen like a million yes. of those. I'm sure we've even done one of those. Um, so I've seen, I've seen a lot of those. And then those always catch me. And I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Everyone listening it, right now is like, wait, what? My tongue, how did you know that my tongue is at the roof of my mouth? Yeah, I'm watching. Shocked. I know. Yeah, I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, 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 I haven't done any like guided meditation or guided anything i find my my adhd kind of kicks in and overpowers that i'm so i i kind of lean into my adhd and i kind of lean into okay let's move for me mm-hmm. and i find that's kind of relaxing that's nice like if i go on a run and i really pay attention to i guess i kind of do it when i'm running i pay attention to my heart and my breathing and i'm like i'm almost counting to a point where there, there's mm-hmm. a rhythm and then I'm very, mm-hmm. I'm very conscious of what's moving, what muscle I'm using. And that kind of keeps me aware versus just, I don't think I could sit down and, and, and do that. Like I have, to be I know a lot of runners who report that. Yeah. A lot of runners who get into this flow state, this, like this mental kind of zone, um, when they go on a run that, yeah, that would kind of probably mimic some of what we're talking about. I, I have a friend that who's a street photographer and what he'll do is he'll go on runs, but he's always kind of keeping his eyes out and looking for kind of scenes that he would photograph. So he doesn't carry a camera with him or anything, but he's just like always looking for those perfectly composed shots and just that creative focus of looking for beauty on his run, um, keeps his mind just zoomed in on one thing and that's refreshing in a very similar way. Yeah. That's one of the things that I do without music, without podcasts, Mm. without anything. I just, run especially in the winter it's so nice hearing the the crunch like the asmr of your feet hitting the mm. snow and do you, you like, like AMS, a, a, amsmr amr <laughs> do you like that stuff disrupted <laughs> ASMR. Uh, asmr do you like oh all that? no neither I do, do i not. it's the worst but I'll get it away from me but here's the thing our voices i think asmr are used for oh, ASMR. Go ahead, sorry, go ahead. they are yeah there's a lot of people that listen to us that like the sound of her voice That's over true. what we're saying. I've been told that a few times. Yeah. 
I think ASMR is my hate language. You know how there's love languages? <laughs> I think it's my hate language. Like if you're like smacking your chops or I don't know, like squeezing something crackly or slurpy and you're doing that right in my ear, I'm like, oh, we're not friends anymore. Get away from me. Like, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Stop it. That's how I feel. So sorry, anyone out there doing ASMR. DMR. I'm getting I'm getting tongue tied because I'm in an EMDR training, so I'm used to saying that over and over. Um, I don't hate anyone that does whatever that's called. Uh, that you're probably nice people, probably, but I don't want to hear it. I'm with you on that. I'm not. A, I'm. I can't do it. Would you do it though if everyone demanded it of you? Because you do. You have this dark, you know, smoky voice that's very uh, prone to ASMR. Absolutely not. You wouldn't? No. 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 I don't think... I really like... Okay. I like the Calm app. I would do something like that. I I would... Mm. I would gladly put somebody to sleep. (laughs) But I don't think I could do the whole touching a water bottle, glugging it. Like, that's, that's not for me. Yeah, the glugging looking yeah that's not for me either i think it there really is um i think it's just a disposition thing i think there's some folks who really find it calming and really love um just the audio stimulation it actually soothes their anxiety and there's something to that there's some real science to that um the inner ear is connected to cranial nerves that can soothe anxiety there's there's a bunch of inner ear stuff in something called polyvagal theory that is kind of niche psych theory but there's something to it so i i would imagine that someone slurping and guzzling or whatever um can soothe anxiety on a technical level but then there's the whole like kind of world where it's more for arousal and it's more to kind of enjoy sensual pleasure and i know nothing about that because i i hate it no matter what so (laughs) the idea of including that in something like sensual pleasure i'm like wow if you wanted to make a terrible thing worse um, you got that's it. a way to do it, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, for me though, that's not my, that's not how my inner ear desires to be tickled. So I hated that. I said that I said that I immediately <laughs> judged myself for it. One of the things that I've been doing lately, which is kind of odd. My girlfriend has been sick this past week with a flu. Or whatever. Ah. She thought it was COVID, but she's been sick. Um, I'm sorry. And she's been watching Zoella and Alfie Days on repeat. They're they're two British YouTubers that like go back to the OG of YouTube. And they're they're great. They're amazing. They're lovely people. Um, Oh my gosh. I am done hearing their voices. Every time I would walk into the kitchen, their videos would be playing every minute of every day for the last like eight days yeah so i am so their voices have registered for you and you're like i'm done yeah yeah for now they're great people i love them i feel that way about blippy i mean is that a kid's strange dude i shouldn't say that on a podcast he's (laughs) he's a i'm sure he's a great guy i i have no feelings of violence towards blippy i it's a kids tv show on youtube and he just has like a kind of a light cartoonish voice. There's, I have nothing to criticize. He's great. His show's great. Um, 
we we watch it very frequently and there's something about just the animated childlike way that he talks that i've grown to um i just just my nervous system has grown to resist so so what i've been doing is i'll take noise canceling headphones and i'll put them Mm -hmm. on and then i've been cooking with noise canceling headphones and Mm. for some reason that relaxes me that puts me in this state of like I'm I'm chopping the best I've ever chopped. Wow. Yeah, maybe you got to do that. I've never thought to cook. I I wear noise canceling headphones constantly. I wear them not listening to music more than I do listening to music. Which ones do you? I have? essentially wear them. I use uh, the AirPod Pros. So I wear them mostly as earplugs. I use the like the, if I'm at a big bad boys. Oh yeah, I have those too. Yeah. Um, those are good. Yeah. But if I'm out, like if I'm shopping, grocery shopping. Um, I'm almost always wearing uh, AirPod Pros and then almost always never listening to something. But having noise canceling on. Yeah, but having noise canceling. Like utter silence. Um, yeah, almost always. Sometimes a podcast, but Do you get a lot of people quiet. stopping you to come up to you and say hi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes that does prevent that, which which does allow me to get stuff done which is nice i never get upset when anyone comes up and says hi but the the airpods do kind of give a signal that oh matthias is doing something yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's why i i my favorite place is the grocery store i love going to the grocery store yeah. it's yeah oh my god it's my heaven i don't know i don't know why something about it something about the chaos so i won't wear my airpods just because oh I, you like all the rust hustle rustle and bustle yeah just because i walk in there and i know that everybody's kind of in the same situation. Like everyone's feeling the exact same. Everyone's kind of stressed. They got to get food on the table. Everyone's all hustling. Pissed. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. I'm there and I'm chilling. <laughs> I am stress-free. <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a wonderful spot in my life where I'm self-employed. I can go to a grocery store at 1 PM on a Tuesday yeah. and just sit yeah. in it. And I, I, I just wow. watch people. And so like, people going to Costco a lot of people hate going to Costco I love it because I'm like mm. these people are running and I'm okay to just yeah. to just 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 be and I think I like yeah. going to that because it reminds me that we're all kind of like still in the same world mm. we're not all that different we're all hustling to put food on the table and I just like that's really sweet yeah I just take my moment to kind of watch it all happen all the chaos happen and people stress and people get really sweaty when they're trying to find gala apples I just kind of enjoy it yeah that's really sweet I order my groceries online what <laughs> we have I, them delivered oh I would gladly shop for you yeah I actually don't mind it myself um Paige doesn't enjoy it but uh I I, I go to the grocery store sometimes. I don't I don't mind it so much. I uh I did get you brought it up. I, I got stopped in the grocery store recently and it was a funny exchange where I felt pretty embarrassed. <clears throat> where someone I was in line to get my groceries and then someone ran up and was like, Hey, you're the guy from TikTok. I'm like, Yeah, and then we had like this little exchange and then my cashier um was like, What was all that about? And I'm like, Oh, I I make uh, videos <laughs> on the internet. He he saw me from one of those. He's like, What kind of videos? And then I'm like, uh, videos on mental health. And he's like, what? So you're famous or something? And oh. he kind of gave me this look like, and I'm like, no, no, I, no. I mean, is TikTok famous famous? Like, I don't know. It's, it's just TikTok. And then he's like, 
so what? He likes your video. Like, why did he want to talk to you? And I caught myself in this moment where I'm trying to explain to this person, like, why he stopped to talk. And I just tripped over my words and I had no idea. And I just started sounding like an idiot. And then, um, the person, like, there was another person there who was like filling the grocery bag, was like looking and just kind of giving me the wide eye, like, ooh, ooh this is awkward. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, bye. And I got in the car and I'm like, it just feel like, oh man, I don't know what to think about that interaction. I don't have a point on that story. It was just awkward and I felt bad. That's but happened. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the person's fault who said hi. That They were completely yeah. pleasant. It was the person who's like, explain to me why you're known. And I'm like, I don't know if I am. I think it's just that one person, but go ahead. I've been through that a lot. And it, a lot? A, like a lot. Like, like an yeah, odd amount yeah. of times. Wait, I'm just going to stop my video and then restart. Yeah, go ahead. I've been that, through that situation several times and it's always in a place that I you wouldn't really think I was going to have somebody that watches my stuff. Like I'll yeah. go to a golf course. I don't think that there's mm. going to be somebody there that knows who no. I am. No. I feel like, I mean, my YouTube analytics are kind of weird. I have like 40% the male audience, which is quite high for my cool. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is. But high. normally it's not that. I got, I got stopped at a, at the golf course and then, um, every other old dude in the club was like, wait, so what do you do? And I had to <laughs> yeah. try to explain it. And I was like, oh. and that's happened so many times to the point where now I'm just like, I, I just kind of own it. I just say what You're I do. Only fans. I say, Is that what you say? I, I say, I, yeah, I do only fans. Yeah. I say I do only fans. And then, oh. <laughs> Their eyes just sparkle. <laughs> They're ready. Their wallets are out. <laughs> yeah, what a yeah, tangent. Just, I should just, that should be my blanket answer now. And that's, that's what I do when I'm feeling down. I go to golf clubs and, uh, yeah, I find the old men for OnlyFans. To sign up for your OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, uh, it's, that's, that's the worst position to be in, I think, is trying to explain to someone why you're known i just I, I need to find a better way of just backing out of that conversation be like oh i don't know i think you mistook me for someone else and then i can walk out. <laughs> it's never the people who come up and say hi that i feel awkward with. i'm always 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 happy if someone got something out of a video of mine and want them want to say hi i'm never feel interrupted i never feel irritated with it they're never making it weird ever i'm always mm. pleasant it's the people who observe it and then have questions <laughs> that's always the weird part it's the baristas and it's the it's the grocery store folks who make me feel weird about it and, oh man, I don't, I don't mean to come off really harsh towards him. I'm sure, whatever. I much That's rather it. prefer somebody come up to me and say hi than somebody follow me around the grocery store and watch my every Ooh, move. That, yeah, that's happened. Yeah. I have Which, people tag me in photos that they take of me in public. Yeah. That's the weird one, right? You're like yes. sitting there just eating a taco with your kids <laughs> and then someone's like, oh, I got to start with that. And tagged on Instagram and you're like, God. I mean, say hi. You can even ask for a picture. Just that's that's that makes you feel. I have a really good rep of finding the camera when that's happening, and like I do and look so pissed. (laughs) I look right at it and I just shake my head because I don't like. I don't mind if some like I love it when people come to say hi, but that scenario like there's definitely a different way to approach that than zooming in on you and your kids eating tacos. Like no, I I don't know how far you want to go down this conversation because I imagine. That it's irritating listening to people talking about 
a topic like this, but I just got one more that we can move on. Yeah. My, my least favorite is the drive by. So someone will just walk very quickly towards me and then just be like, I like your videos. And then just keep, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, or they'll like, they'll reach out a fist bump, which is fine. I'm down for a fist bump. Oh, like, fist oh your videos bump. mean a lot to me. Can I see you later? And then it's usually a guy. And, uh, it just, the drive by is like, really like your stuff. Okay. Bye. And I'm like, just stop and have an interaction. Like, I'd love to talk to you. That'd be great. But it's, it's almost like disorienting. I'm like, whoa, 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 where are they coming from? And, um, yeah, my, my preference is always that people would stop, say hi and get to talk for a little bit. Cause yeah. I, I love that. It'd just be 20 yeah. seconds. I'm quite, I'm quite, yeah. I'm quite good at it. I feel like I've had a lot of training of doing like just meet and greets and stuff. Cause oh I, yeah, yeah. Which I I do I do love it, but I also know that it's an emotional situation for a lot of people. It's they're out of their mm. comfort zone saying hi to a stranger that they know way too much about, and they and the mm. stranger doesn't know anything about them. So yeah. it's and the people that probably watch both of our stuff aren't necessarily, you know, the most outgoing a lot of the time. A lot of a lot of them are kind of like more inward and more introverted. Mm. Yeah, but, not mine. Maybe that's no. you. I I mean, and I love it. I'm not saying that as a critique. I, I get some big extroverts that come up and say, I love it. That's great. Yeah. I, I have a story. I was on the other side of this because I was thinking about, I'm like, oh yeah, do I feel nervous going up to people? Um, I I rarely go up to people. If I recognize someone, I'll almost never go up and say hi, but I've only, I've, I've gone up twice in recent history and had some unique experiences. So the first one was awful. And that was, I'm a big fan of Casey Neistat. He's a, um, yeah. he's a YouTuber. Right. And so there's this guy named Oscar who is a frequent on the Casey Neistat vlog and is a friend of Casey's. He was just in, he's like a filmmaker. He's doing stuff anyway. I was in Manhattan and I saw him on the subway and I wanted to take a snap of him and send it to a friend like, Oh, look, it's Oscar. Isn't that cool? And so I was, I'm being the guy that I was just criticizing the guy who like takes photos and then like, like from a distance. So yeah, I'm also that guy. Um, I, so I reached my phone up. I'm being real sly and I'm trying to just take a pic, but my flash is on. It's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, my flash just goes off like almost like right in his face and my camera's pointed right at him. And I, and I'm on a subway. I can't leave. I can't go. And I'm like, oh yeah, um, oh uh, my bad. And I just didn't know <laughs> what to say at all. And it was a terrible, awkward situation. And I think it was like six years ago. And I haven't stopped thinking about it. And maybe not six, maybe three, four years ago. Um, I think about it almost once a week. And I'm like, so Oscar, if you're listening. You doing that. <laughs> okay. The other one was, um, oh, dude, oh, I was so embarrassed, but I get it. The other one was, I saw Bobby Lee, the comedian. Yes. Out. And I was stoked. I was with a group of guys. We were all like hanging out. It was actually a bachelor party. And, um, and so Bobby Lee and I was like, oh, no, it's Bobby Lee. And I was like, we should go talk to him. I'm like, oh, I'll go up. I'll go talk to him. So I went up and I'm like, Bobby. And then he's there with a kid. And I think, um, I don't think it was his kid. Maybe his, maybe his nephew or something. And he's screaming at him. Just like, what do you do? Why do you think about like a cup of living? Just, just yelling. But he's a comedian, right? Like, I don't know if he's like just being funny. I think he's being funny. He might have just yeah. been screaming at some kid. <laughs> I don't know if he, if it's Not his even kid, his whatever. Kid. <laughs> so. I don't know. That doesn't, for some reason, you know, alarm me. So I approach him anyway, screaming at this kid. And I'm like, Bobby. And I, so I yell, you know, cause he's yelling. I have to yell over his voice. And I'm like, Bobby. And he looks at me and he's like, Hey, 
Oh, just hold on one second. Really calm, really quiet. Yep, just hold on one second. What do you think? And he keeps just like laying in this kid. But then the kid's laughing and he's, and he's like giggling. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. We're, he's, he's in on it. And then, uh, and then, um, he comes back over to me and then he just gives me this big hug. And I'm like, this is interesting. And then he just looks me right in the eye and he says, I love you. And then he walks away. And I'm like, wow. Um, that was interesting. Yeah. And then the kid's mom um, walks around the corner and then goes, Matthias? And then comes up to me. She's like, I follow your TikToks. And I'm like, oh. And then I'm hoping that Bobby would be over there, like, here at Eddie. That, but he was completely disinterested and walked off. And I'm like, oh, wait. No. What? And I'm hoping, like, we could strike up, like, a conversation. But I, that didn't turn into anything. And, um, and he left. Wow. And uh, that's my experience meeting Bobby Lee. That's, he that's, is a master of a short conversation. He it was really it. impactful. He owned it. Screamed, get you know, set a boundary. Said, "Hold on, I'm screaming at this kid. Give me a second. Continued to scream. Came up. Just gave me all the affection you could ever hope from a hero. And uh, looked me right in the eye. And said, "I love you." And then um, off in the way that he came. So maybe that's yeah. what we all need when we're having a bad day. Is just a a hug from Bobby Lee and a "I love you." Should, is that how we should greet people now? If someone comes up and says hi to us, should we just embrace them? We can't do that. Most of the people that say hi to me are women. And that would come off. That would give the wrong signal. So maybe we should do the the other side of it and just scream at kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, we should not do that. <sighs> well, how do we end this episode? I feel like we just did. We, we, we wandered a pretty far pretty far away from how do you help someone on a bad day yeah but maybe this is how you help somebody on a bad day to listen to this yeah maybe you're right yeah that's a good thought that's a good thought everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.